This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Good evening, everyone. Um, it's a pleasure and a schuss for me speaking tonight on this on this very, very, very important subject. Um, technology, the internet, Shmir Sinayim. Uh, I would like to talk about something that I, I did. I actually spoke about a few, uh, um, a few days ago, but um, there's a huge danger when, when there's when there's the, the, the Zaya says that the physical world and the spiritual world they mirror each other. So when there's a virus in the um, in the physical world. There's a virus in the spiritual world. In fact, it's very interesting that technology, computers, have viruses and are attacked from outside by many different viruses. And you have to buy these companies that cure and that the virus can't destroy your whole... The virus can destroy your whole backup system, all your information you could lose... And um, and they have these guys who call and they blackmail you, you know, that, that, that we won't fix it unless you give us money. And it's a whole world of viruses in the technology world. Now we have a virus in the physical world. But the technology world is also bringing a virus in the spiritual world. So there's a huge danger, in my opinion anyway, about what's going on right now, being that we're locked in our houses, I, I don't know that I don't know the answer. But we're going to talk about a, um, an organization that we can make Kabbalah. So everyone, I guess everyone will have their own answer. But I'm I, I'm here today to get to sh- to give awareness, not to really give you an answer. I mean, the, the answer is of course to filter and how to filter and and double filter and triple filter, or not bringing in not bring it in altogether. But let me let me let me tell you what I spoke about. So it's something called being desensitized. There are many, many, many people watching, many people in the Jewish world that would not allow a device, a device, a a computer, um, uh, a smartphone into their house to protect themselves and their children. But now that everybody's in their house, they're not doing business anymore from their office, they're doing business from their house. So they need the computer in their house. Um, the, they want to see their relatives, sometimes in a hospital, wherever it is, so they need to Skype. They, they want to go listen to a shir. Their kids want to hear a shear, so they need to Zoom. So houses that never allowed devices into their house are now flooded with devices. And, and, and that's the, the power of the Satan, because the Satan knows that the Jewish people are good people and we don't want bad stuff. We don't want, we don't want movies and all this other stuff in our house affecting our children or affecting us. We don't want it. And he knows that. So it says, it says in the Pasuk, by the Nachash, by the Eitz that he was Arum Not he was a Russia, he was a bad guy, he was the Eitzahara, he was a Satan. The, the, the explanation, identification of who he was is that he was Aram, shrewd, calculated. Why does the Torah tell us he was shrewd, calculated? Say, he was bad. He was a bad to the bone snake. He was a Satan. Why are you calling him Aram? And the answer is that his wickedness 
you don't see right away. You don't see right away. The snake, before he bites you, sits very quietly and doesn't move. But he can really move very fast, and you don't know that. People don't know that. Snakes are very, very fast. But he looks like he's very, very slow, laying out there in the sun, and in two seconds, he's got you. So that's his kayak. And he didn't go to Chava and say, eat from the Etadas. He didn't do that. He started a, a very innocent discussion. How are you? Um, I heard about the the, 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 the trees in the Ganeiden. Um, I heard you're not allowed to touch any of them. He knew, he knew that wasn't true. And he got her into a conversation. And he knew that once he got into a conversation, he used his shrewdness and his calculations. Um, he pushed her into the tree. It was a whole process. Talking to her, making her jealous of Hashem. Hashem has something you don't have. It was a process till he got her. But boy, he got her. So when I was growing up, and going back 50 years ago, even more, um, television was in the world. And it was black and white television. There were maybe seven channels. There was no schmutz on television at all. There was Superman, and there was, there was the Three Stooges, and Abbott and Costello, no women, no schmutz, no Lashon Hara. And... My rabbeim in yeshiva and many chassidish shirevas were saying, get rid of the avodah box. It's bringing tumah into your house. And I have to say, growing up in a normal, orthodox, regular family, I, I didn't agree with them. I, I, I thought they were kanam, there was something wrong with them. I, there's no avodah in my box. There's no, there's no pictures that you can't see. Is it Superman flying in the sky? Like, what? What could you see? And, and, and there, was, there wasn't even a scene, they didn't allow a scene where a man and a woman would walk into a room, into a bedroom together. It was like, mamish, it looked like they would sadikim. Like they cared so much that there shouldn't be any znus, anything bad on, on television. So I grew up very desensitized to television because I, I didn't see what was wrong and I, I didn't understand these rabbis who were screaming and screaming that it's an Avedi Zara box. But oh boy, do I understand it now. The Sata knew that our families, regular Orthodox people, we, we had Channel 13 and the news on Channel 7 and, and Superman and so he knew that we wouldn't see the future and that we would have no problem bringing a television to the house. Now, 50 years later, you would never allow a television into your house because the sitcoms are the most immoral schmutz on television. They have come up with schmutz that's not believable. But being that the box is already in your house, it's not hard for the Yitzhahara to, pro, to, program, to program the box. It's not hard for the Yitzhahara to program the box. But he's got to get the box into your house. So he comes with it very clean. And you get this box, the television. And, and Rabbi Wallstein, I speak a lot, everyone knows that. And I speak about technology. And it's called a web 
which is a spider web, which catches Nebuch the fly who doesn't see it. It's called a net, which is used to catch fish and butterflies, things that don't want to be caught. Um, the phone is called a cell, it's a prison. Um, the keyboard, it doesn't say, it says enter, but it doesn't say exit, because you know, once you enter, it says escape. I don't just understand. They wrote ESCP, they didn't write exit, because they understood that once you enter, you're not exiting. If you want to get out, you have to escape. The, the symbol of Apple um, in, the, in the Gideon Bible that they have in hotels, so the picture in the beginning of the Bible shows Chava standing by the tree um, holding up an apple that has a bite out of it. Mamish the same apple as, as Apple has. It's all, it's, all subcon- it's all subliminal, it's all subconscious. So all the signs of what this, this whole technology is a web, it's a cell, it's a, it's a net, it's a, it's escape. Listen to all the words, right, that are, you know, it's a selfie. I'm taking a selfie. comes from the word selfish. It's iPhone. It's about me. It's about I. It's got all the simonim of everything opposite that a Jew stands for. How is he getting his schmutz into your house? So he says... I got to get the box in there. I got to get the computer. I got to get the phone. I got to get all these different parts of technology. But they're good Jews. They're not gonna. They're not gonna let. They're not gonna watch things they shouldn't. They have shmir sinayim. So I'm gonna bring it in for business. I'm gonna bring it in for the news, yeshiva world. I'm gonna bring it in, and a lot of people didn't fall for that. They don't. Yeshiva world. They didn't fall for that. So we took it up a notch. Now, many yeshivas, and again, I'm not judging them, I'm say they should or they shouldn't. Many yeshivas, the shiurim, Eretz Yisrael, yeshivas, Bismedrish, Tafiyayim are on Zoom. Now, Rabbi Wallstein, you're telling me Zoom is no good? I'm telling you, there's a plan. There's a plan. So we got the computer into your house to Zoom your class. And I'm very proud of the yeshivas that... And, 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 and I have grandchildren in some of these yeshivas that, that they don't allow Zoom into the house. It's all, all the shiurim are on the phone. Do the kids listen? No, not really. Because if any of us was in a classroom for two hours and they put a tape recorder and said, okay, listen to the shir, we'd be climbing the walls. We couldn't concentrate. So the kids who are watching it on Zoom are doing much better. But, but the computer's in the house and the screen is in the house. When this kid becomes 16, 17, 18, when he gets married, he is desensitized, just like I have never spoken against television in all my years of speaking. I don't speak about television because television is nothing. To me, it was nothing because I, I, I got used to it. The perfect example, everyone, the perfect example, the most neudikid vatayra. Yitzchak, one of the reasons that Yitzchak became blind, says that, that Esau's wife was serving Avodah and the smoke from the Avodah got into... Yitzchak's eyes, and being that he was so Kaddish, it made him blind. Frey Chazal, Chazal asked, and Rivka wasn't Kaddish? So how come Rivka didn't become blind? And the answer is amazing. Yitzchak was brought up in a home that was so sensitive to avoid the Zorah that Avram Avinu didn't allow a grain of sand into his house because maybe... The Arab who has the sand on his feet serves the desert sand. So maybe, so wash your feet. I don't want any sand in my hand. So he was brought up in a sterile, very sterile, sensitive home against Avayi Zara. So the minute some smoke went into his eyes, he became blind. 
Rivka, Imenu, spent three years, three years, that's all, she was a little kid, in a house, she didn't serve Avoid Zara, but in a house, where Avoid Zara, we know Lavan, with the Trophim, that, that Lavan and Mishul had Avoid Zara. So now she's, it's much later. It's many, 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 many years later. She's still desensitized because she lived in a house with Avoid Zara. So, so if a kid is in a house where there's, a, where there's technology, even if it's a sheer, even if it's a sheer on Zoom, he got used to the box, the phone, the iPhone, whatever he's watching it on, the device, call it a device, right? Device, D-E-V-I, right? C-E, devil, D-E-V-I, it's just missing the C. The next letter is L. The device is in the house, and he's used to looking at it. So it's not going to bother him later. And he's going to look at it, and he's going to, I'm doing my homework, I'm in this style. And then on you, I don't have to tell you, they spend billions of dollars how to get kids and people that are watching one thing to see another thing. They have pop-ups, they have all this, Baruch Hashem. I have, I, I, I have a flip phone, because I don't trust myself. So he, he can't put nothing on this. This is not a box. This is, doesn't, doesn't accept pictures. Yeah, it has text, but I, I, whatever. But Some people don't even have text. But it's a, it's a flip phone, so I'm protected. But if I have a smartphone, I mean, also I, I have secretaries and stuff like that. I don't have I don't have technology. My personal office doesn't have technology in my office. I don't need a computer because I have secretaries. If I didn't have any secretaries, would I have a computer? Yeah. Would I have a smartphone? I probably would need one. So 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 I'm not I'm not I'm not, I'm not stupid. I'm not. I don't think that because you're watching this, you're going to take your smartphones and throw them out the window. But but filter them. Filter them to the roof. And as far as your kids are concerned, the more they see your phone, the more desensitized. And you see even up, even three years, a little teeny three years. And, and I see kids all the time playing with their mother's phones. I have to tell you a cute story. The guy in the flower store told me that, that this mother was shopping for shoppers for flowers. And the little kid was walking to all over to all the flowers in the, in, the, in the store. And he was going like this. He was trying to make them bigger. Because he's used to on the phone that when you go like this, you make the picture bigger. So he thinks that if you go like this, the flowers are going to get bigger. A little kid. It's crazy. And, and we became so desensitized. And it's not, it's not my speech here today, but I spoke about this a lot. We're desensitized now about davening. I heard guys talking this week. I thought that after 40 days, that, that when the shul's open, everyone's going to go crazy. I, I want to go back to shul. I want to go back to my dafyami. But what's happening is because after 40 days, something becomes keva. And we're already past 40 days, not with a minion. And guy, a guy came out to me this week. He says, Rabbi Wallstein, um, I don't think I'm going back to minion. I'm like, why? He says, because in shul I talk. At home I have no one to talk to. I was like, what about your wife? He goes, no, I don't talk to her. That's a joke, whatever. So I'm like, oh boy. Another guy said to me, uh, you know, I daven every Shabbos at 8.30. We finish at around 11, two and a half hour davening. The rabbi speaks. He goes, my minion now on the block, on the, on the porches, is at 10 o'clock and we're finished by 11. He says, how am I going to get back into two and a half hours davening? I'm like, oh my goodness. It's going the other way. Dafyaymi, guy said to me, I get up at 6 o'clock, 5.30 to go to the Dafyaymi. I'm home now all the time. I watch on I watch on my on my computer, and I can eat breakfast while I'm while I'm while I'm learning the daf, and then I could stop and I could go to the other half of the daf at night. He says I don't know if I'm going back to the daf. 
that we're becoming very desensitized, even to the good stuff that we have. So, so I'm on here today just to, to give you the awareness of, of what's going on, and that your kid, your house has changed, because there's computers all over the house, and there's Zoom, and there's all kinds of other stuff, and a lot, because there's no music, and a lot of kids are, they need music, so they're watching music videos, and some people don't even realize it, they're letting their kids go to YouTube to go listen to music. YouTube is full, it's like loaded with millions of, sh- of things of schmutz. And you're going, because if you go on iTunes and, uh, and you go onto YouTube and you put in Shweki, so Shweki comes up. The problem is that there's so much other schmutz. So we don't even know, we don't even know what's going on because we're from a different generation and the kid gets used to YouTube. And now all of a sudden YouTube is de- desensitized to YouTube. So very, 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 very much. And I'm going to end with this. Um, very, very, very much. Again, I'm, I'm real, and I don't think, I don't know how many people are willing to, to give up their smartphones, or could give up their smartphones, because they really do need it for business. So I was sent, um, I was sent some points and some advice. I'd like to read it to you. Um, and this organization, which is doing amazing, amazing work. So here we go. A couple of suggestions. One. On a phone, get a kosher-only talk phone. Give up your text messaging. Give up your emails. Give up your video capabilities. Um, give up your internet capabilities. Do I think that's going to happen? I think number one's a bit tough. If you can do it, huh, you should be a bench. At home, remove, deactivate internet or any device with internet capabilities. Smart watch. I don't even know half of this stuff. Uh, camera, MP3. At work, get the strictest filter. Net free. Um, limiting myself to only websites absolutely necessary to join a Kahila without saying those that don't have a filter will install a filter. Get rid of WhatsApp, social media. Change my smartphone to a tablet and a basic dumb phone. Get, I don't know about a tablet because kids are getting all kinds of stuff on tablets. Uh, get a second phone, basic dumb phone for personal non-business use. Make a, make like a promise or a blineda that for a certain amount of time a day, not my supper table, not in shul. Okay. Here, but here's what I would like you to do. Um, you can join tens of thousands of Yidin that have made Kabbalahs. Take out a pen and write this number down. 732-929-7660. 732-929-7660. Just make a Kabbalah. My Rebbe Rebbe Gamliel is very much into Yom Kippur. That Yom Kippur, you have to make a Kabbalah. Something not too big, not something you can't do, but make a Kabbalah, that you should have a filter. Uh, I'm going to end, end with a story that happened yesterday, and I always feel that something always happens before I speak, because it's, it's, a, it's a message, a true story. My wife was actually in the car when this girl called me. But anyway, 732-929-7660, or go to protection613.com. So, I'm thinking to myself, what do you mean go to, that means you have a computer, right? So it's a mashmah that this is for the people who have a computer already, um, and they're not giving it up. So go to protection613.com and um, you'll show Hashem that you're trying. But as much as you can keep your kids from seeing uh, this, the internet as possible. So I want to just tell you really fast what happened yesterday in the car. My wife was in the car. A girl calls me up and she says to me, I have a smartphone. I have zero Yetzirah 
zero Yetzirah to look at movies or anything immoral. I just use it to talk to my friends and to do other things. My parents want me to get rid of it, and I, I'm telling you, I'm telling you that I know myself, and it sounds like a very firm girl, and I, I will never look at anything I'm not supposed to, so why do I have to listen to my parents? My wife was in the car, she heard the question. She said, first of all, Mishnah Pergabah says you can't trust yourself to the last moment of your life. So don't tell me that you know yourself, because you can't. I said, but let me ask you something. I said, you have a filter? She said, no, they, they're letting me have the phone, but they want me to get a filter, and I'm not getting a filter. She said, that's what I'm asking you. It's not the phone, it's the filter. And they want me to filter it to the Zoom, and to everything, and I'm not getting a filter, because I don't need a filter. I don't go anywhere I'm not supposed to. Let me ask you something. There's a disease out right now. There's a virus. She said, yes. I said, what, what do you have to do when you go outside? She said, you have to put on gloves and you have to wear a mask. I said, why do you have to wear a mask? She said, because you shouldn't catch the germs. I said, what is a mask? It's a filter. It filters the air. It keeps out the bacteria and the virus. I said... Do you know how many people have died because the United States government, when this disease first happened, said that you're only, it's only dangerous to people who are over 60 and have diabetes, high blood pressure, or, uh, or, or took chemo for, for cancer. But if you're a healthy young person, you have nothing to worry about. That's what they told us for the first two weeks. So... People that I know that were 49 and 29 and 30 didn't have diabetes, didn't have high blood pressure. They went out with their friends and everything and they're in the ground. They're dead. They're gone. Why? Because the biggest danger is when you don't know that you're in danger. Now everyone's wearing masks. They weren't wearing masks. And there's still a lot of young people that, young people, now this week there's young people that are getting sick and, and I know never people that have died that were 23 years old. And 35 years old, and the only reason they didn't wear a mask was because they were told that you have to be over 60. So they said, you're one of them. You think you don't need to wear a mask. You think you're healthy. That's exactly what the Sutton wants. I said, I wish you would have called me and said, I don't want a filter because I am sick. And I love watching things I shouldn't. I said, at least you know Right? That there's something wrong with you, and maybe you'll protect yourself. But when you walk out and tell me, oh, I, I don't go for this stuff, I don't like this stuff, I don't need a filter, that's when you're in danger. That's when you catch the disease. So I'm telling everyone that's watching, I don't care if you're the biggest tzaddik in the world, when it comes to the eight Sahara, you have to make gedarim. You have to have a filter. So you need to tag it to the roof. You need to tag it to the roof. And you need to make this phone call. And you need to slowly, or however you, you know your nature, take a Kabbalah, take a Kabbalah to, to filter it, but take a Kabbalah mm-hmm. to make changes. I have Talmidim that told me they don't take their smartphone above the main floor. It doesn't go into any of the bedrooms, and none of their kids can go It, it can't go upstairs into your bedroom. So it's, 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 you want to talk to someone in the living room, the dining room, or the kitchen. And then there's another, another one of my boys said that in the house, he has a house phone, and they turn their phones off. It came from a shear where I was telling them that I'm so happy that when I get on a plane, 
Nobody can reach me for, when I go to Israel for 10 hours. I have quiet. And, the, and this Talmud said to me, why don't you just turn off your phone for 10 hours? Why don't you want a plane? I said, because, because I think I'm missing something. But if I can't, if I can't be on it, I can't be on it. He said, Rebbe, Rebbe, in my house, it's, there's, no, there's, no, there's no smartphone. Anyway, in the discourse in the of that, today's, um, not today, but, but we just had Pesach Sheni. And Pesach Sheni is a second chance. Very interesting that Hashem gives us a second chance. If you were Tomei, right? So it's a Shagig, you were Tomei. So Aninus, you were Tomei. So why give me a second chance? I'm Potter. And the answer is, the Kedusha of Pesach, the Kedusha of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim is so important that if you miss it, not on purpose, Hashem gives you a second chance. That's the Kedusha of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. The Kedusha of Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim, this is Mitzrayim. The Satan lives in technology. This is Yitzhiyah Mitzrayim. We should all be Zaycha to see this is Yitzhiya Smitzrayim and the coming of Mashiach. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.